It was a bright cold day in April, and the clocks were striking 13. George Orwell. Hello, and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 79. Why is dystopia dead? I love dystopia. I wrote one back in 2019. But why have I never devoted a single episode to this genre? In the words of Taylor Swift, because it's dead. Growing up, I really, really loved dystopia. I read all of them. Divergent, The Hunger Games, and... They were just my favorite things to read. They were so exciting. I loved being immersed into these different worlds. I loved the political implications, how it was, you know, subtle, well done, not too overt. Um, But I haven't read a dystopia in a really, really long time. And every time I look on the bestsellers list, which is probably once every few weeks, there are really hardly any dystopias on there. And today I want to talk about four reasons why I think that has become the case. Now, that being said, I don't think this should discourage you from writing in dystopia. I certainly would write another one in a heartbeat. I love this genre. It's so exciting, I think, to explore different, you know, political or societal implications in this like subtle and artful way where people don't exactly know what you mean. Like, I love that. I thrive on that, and I think it's so interesting. I also think dystopias are so interesting because there is an equal importance on the world, the characters, and the plot. And so it's just a lot to create, and to me it's really exciting. You don't really have to do research. It can kind of all come out of your own imagination. So I think that's really why it's so appealing to me to write. But it's certainly not for everyone. First reason why I think dystopia has sort of become dead is because our world has gotten scarier. And people are seeking more comforting fiction, like those found in romance or mystery. They're looking for more of an escape from this dark world. Of course, we had the pandemic, which really shifted the paradigm of everything. I think dystopia was on its way out before the pandemic, but the pandemic like shattered it. Um, And then, of course, there's politics everywhere. Politics is infiltrated into sporting events, music events. You know, everywhere we look on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we see politics. And I think a lot of us, myself included, are really sick of it. We're really sick of the pettiness. People can't get things done in America, you know, no matter what side you're on, we're not getting a whole lot done on the political spectrum really under any president because everything is so wrapped up in identity politics. And there's also other threats that stem from this unstable political climate. There's um, climate change issues, there's drug problems, and we see all of this stuff in the news We see people getting shot, we see people falling victim to opioid abuse, and you know, that's scary, and I don't think, and I think because we see it so much in our regular lives, we don't want to see it in a book. Number two, I think dystopia has kind of become synonymous with teenagers, and I think personally that makes some people feel that it's a very juvenile category. Um, Often the prose is very simplistic, and it can be a bit corny. And a lot of the main characters are teens, you know, think Katniss and Triss. And so I think once people move on from high school and being a young adult, they tend to stop reading it. And in some ways, I found that sort of true. I mean, I haven't read Divergent and and, uh, The Hunger Games in my adult life to see if I would still enjoy those. But I did try to read the story Matched by Ali Condi. 
I was told that was a really good comparison title to one of the stories I was previously working on. And honestly, I just didn't like it. I couldn't get into it. Just not my thing. And I also read another story. I can't remember it, but I read it in, I think it was back in um 2020 and it, it was kind of similar to that and i forget the author i also couldn't get into that one i read about half of it i really tried to finish it just did not like it and i think that is something that detracts people from this genre but i feel like if um make a dystopia more appealing to adults and perhaps have a more adult main character i think that would be an interesting take on a dystopia However, it is very suitable for the protagonists to be like teenagers or like in their young 20s because, you know, oftentimes it's coming of age and the protagonist is realizing what is wrong with this world. So, you know, I get the setup. Number three, there's only so many takes on different worlds. I think some of the most creative people tend to write in dystopia, but it's hard. Um, you know, it's hard because some of these things have been done and it's hard to find new ways to do them. You know, Divergent, it covers the idea of grouping people together and making it a crime essentially to possess diverse gifts or be different. So that concept has already been done. The Root of the Hunger Games is an evil capitalistic society where only the winners benefit. 1984 is all about people controlling your thoughts and spying on every action that you do even what you think. Giver forces people not to have feelings or memories or remember the before. So all of these ideas have been illustrated in stories and it's kind of hard to do new takes on them. Especially if you think about something as simple as like an evil capitalistic society where only the winners benefit. Like Suzanne Collins illustrated that fantastically. So how can you as an author illustrate that? So I think that's also some of the challenge of dystopia is to make these dystopias like fit into understandable concepts that are actually relevant to the world today while doing it differently than other authors. And number four, some people just simply don't get it. My mom doesn't really understand the appeal of dystopia. I think you really have to be creative and intuitive to kind of understand it. My mom never really enjoyed so many of the stories that I loved growing up. She always thought they were kind of weird. And on the other hand, she enjoys a good chick flick. She enjoys romance. I think those categories really do have a broader reach and the writing industry knows that. So they prioritize the acceptance of submissions and romance, cozy mystery, chick flicks. And there's not really nearly as many agents who accept the category of dystopia as there are romance and mystery in the broader category of sci-fi or fantasy so i think that really discourages writers from writing in this genre i don't think it should i think if you have a good idea for a dystopia go for it don't worry about it being accepted and that's one of the big reasons why i self-published um i only submitted to a few agents and i know i definitely could have submitted to many more and you know, I might not have gotten representation or whatever. Like, I'm definitely, definitely agreeing that that might not have happened. But I think also in the back of my mind, I knew that this genre was a lot harder to break into as a first-time author. And I just preferred to kind of go the route of self-publishing also so I could have control over the dystopia and what the story was really about. So those are my thoughts on why I think dystopia is dead. Like I said, please don't let this discourage you from writing in this category. I'm going to be writing in it again someday. I know that. 
I love it. I think it's super fascinating and I think trends always change. So in five or 10 years, we may be seeing this category really resurface and having the prominence that it once did. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your writer friends all about the Turn Right podcast. Um, As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.